Welcome to the Uncommon CEO Podcast, where we unpack the mindset, skills, and wisdom it takes to become an uncommon leader in a common world with your host, the Uncommon CEO himself, Andrew Smart. Andrew, what's new in your world? Oh, Matt, got a lot going on. That's uh, sorry, cranked off to a busy year. Mm-hmm. That, uh, how about you? How things going? Things are going well. Um, entering the new year with just lots of new ideas, families excited, kids are back in school, kind of always get thrown off my wife's a teacher. And when the kids are off for breaks, it sort of throws me out of uh, some of my routines that I like to get into where I work in the shop and build stuff and all that. So in, in a weird way, uh, excited to get back to some routines that that I've missed over the past couple of months. So it'll be fun to get back rolling and See how excited they are to learn. My son started basketball last week, so I know uh, he's amped to try something new. And, you know, it just, it, I think it kind of goes with some of today's topics where flexibility, I believe, is what we're going to talk about today. And um, some of that, like living life, if you, if you can't be flexible, you can't succeed. Flexibility. You were correct. Um I think I told you um, last time we were together that uh, I was working on training my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the aspects of training is working on flexibility. I, when I um, when I'm working with him, we're 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 working on mind and body, um, and so when we go through our workout, you know, obviously you warm your body up, um, loosen. You know, you don't just go right into that workout cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but afterwards, we do some deep, deeper stretching. Um, when I first started doing that stretching, he, 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 it was funny to watch his face because mm-hmm. uh, you know I was doing some really deep in stretching, and and he realized that uh, you know he was a little tighter than he thought he was sure. uh, when he was uh, younger. Uh, had been karate for a good many years and. He could do splits and, and, and he still, uh, Drew has some really good natural flexibility, um, some double jointedness in his shoulders, which will play really well for him. But, um, when you don't stretch, you naturally will get, um, stiff. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we as humans really can get stiff in our hips. Um, you know, that's as athletes, um, whether you're football, soccer, really any sport, I mean, flexibility is also about shifting, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. And we'll talk a little more about shifting here in a second. But when, you, when you're when you playing sports, it's all about how you can maneuver your shiftability. How, and your shifting is hip movement. Okay? If you've got stiff hips, you got a problem. Mm-hmm. And when I played sports... That was a big area that I had to work on because my muscles naturally want to stiffen up. I, I'm not blessed with a good genetics that, you know, that are loose. I mean, even good genetics have to stretch, but there are some people who just have a better natural genetics. So I, I have to work more at it. I need to do more of it, you know, today in my life, but, but hip flexing is critical to being able to make shifts. So flexibility in life, 
okay, in life, our ability to be flexible is essential to our ability to be successful. Um, you know, we, we've talked before about how life has obstacles, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, if life has obstacles, you can't overcome obstacles always the same way. I mean, it's, it's like if you see a barrier in life, you don't just always charge barriers head on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, but it's not always going to result in what you hopefully would want it to result in. It's not going to look good always. Yeah, yeah. You can't just go blowing down walls everywhere you go. Well, you can. Yeah, but you'll end up like the Kool-Aid man and nobody wants to yeah, see Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And so, so this is where flexibility is essential. So in business, uh, we, and I'll use business because in business, we talk about plans. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're, we're really conditioned to build business plans or set up objective plans going into the year. Um, we do that mentally better too often than we do in our personal life. We should do it holistically in all life, you know. Mm-hmm. But let's say business and personal. We set out in our plans. We're still in January, Matt. We've got our plans going, okay? Okay, but but immediately we're going to hit these obstacles, okay? Because we set out a plan, but, you know, but just because we set out this plan, we've got this vision of what our plan looks like, but just because we have our vision doesn't say that we know what's going to happen. Yeah, not everybody else has the same plan. I think every night at bedtime with my children, that's reinforced to me. So yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, the plan in your mind played out well. Oh, every night it does. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but there was another plan being orchestrated over here that didn't coincide with your plan because mm-hmm. your plan had all these things playing out very, very well. But their plan didn't align. Yeah, it tends to involve yogurt or something along those lines. So exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So... So what, so you've heard it said, there's no such thing as a perfect plan. Mm -hmm. And since there's no such thing as a perfect plan, a perfect plan has to involve flexibility. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use a um, historical story. The Wright brothers, okay? Mm -hmm. Turn of the century, um, you had these couple of guys, they were a couple of bicycle guys, had a bicycle shop. Mm -hmm. Um, they they also had this passion, this idea, this dream that that they wanted to be able to to take this vision of this idea that they could create man's ability to fly. Mm-hmm. That they they had this this idea that, that that they believed that they could create what we know as the airplane. Now, these were a couple of bicycle shop guys. Um, Funny part about that is, at the same time that these guys were building on their vision, their dream, their idea, the federal government was funding millions of dollars to another group of guys to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. These guys were funding their vision, their dream, on the money that they were making off of repairing bicycles. But it was a vision, dream, and a plan that they were building on. And so what they would do is each day and week is they were able to make some money, 
take that spare money, they would go and apply it to, to building the proto prototype of their quote airplane. Mm -hmm. As they would build them, you know, one of the things that, you know, that would happen is back then a lot of people were making gliders, but what they, what, what, what they were building is that most, most gliders and planes, they were building them with these rigid wings, these real rigid, mm -hmm. solid wings. And every time they tried to take off, what would happen? Oh, the wings would snap. Yeah, they'd snap. Mm -hmm. So one of the brothers started studying birds. And, and when, they, when he watched birds, he would see how birds would mimic their wing patterns with the wind. Mm -hmm. And, so, and so, so he saw that the birds weren't forcing themselves in the winds. They'd use, they'd use the wind to kind of guide their wings. And, and he coined the phrase wing warping. So basically warped the wings around the wind and let the wind kind of take them. So realized, wait a minute, we need to get these wings looser and lighter. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, that's how they ended up building that first airplane that would take flight. They used a lighter material, mm -hmm. looser wings, and that would enable them to be able to take flight. They realized that flexibility is the key to success in aerodynamics. Mm -hmm. um, you fast forward that um, today we use the term wing morphing, uh, not wing warp. And, 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 and you go and you look at airplanes and how they're built today, how we test wings. I mean, you know, you, 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 you fly on an airplane today, you know, those wings are built to bend. It, I mm -hmm. mean, really. I mean, really bend. And you see people on the airplane and you get hit a little turbulence. Yeah. Those planes are highly developed to deal with turbulence mm -hmm. um, because they're built to withstand difficulties, you know, conditions. And as conditions change, they, you know, they warp and they morph and they change to those conditions. But it goes back to that principle of being able to adapt. Okay. So let's talk about that in life, circumstances, okay? Life is all about changing. Nothing stays the same. Nothing. Problem is, is we too often want everything to you know, stay the same. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, that that that's where we get that's where we get kind of hooked in our mind that gosh, I mean, it just kind of feels good here. I want it to stay the same but it's not going to stay the same. Or, you know, I like this position or I like that. It's not going to stay the same. And so if it's not going to stay the same, what happens if we stay the same? We'll be that wing that snaps because of inflexibility. It's, it's absolutely a fact. And in people who go through life and, and have zero ability to adapt or to adjust or to change, they break. Mm -hmm. And this isn't just in professional life. This is in personal life. You see it all the time. I mean, you look at relationships, okay? I mean, you start off a relationship, okay? What's the what 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 is the what is the easiest time in a relationship? No, the beginning. <laughs> Why? Well, you're getting to know each other. You're doing everything you can to try to make it work. You know, you're you're trying to impress the person all the time. There's 
you probably haven't let out all your idiosyncrasies at that point of the of relationship. Of course. You don't really know the person. Mm-hmm. And they don't know you. And you've put you've put you've put out there only what you want that person to see. Mm-hmm. And then as you as you move forward and as you develop into that relationship, you start unraveling things. Okay? And if you stay together and you start unraveling things, then you start kind of merging into what this relationship will look like. But what happens if you go down the line in this relationship? Let's say you get married, but you never evolve this relationship. What happens? Yeah, well, it's not going to last. You haven't, you haven't chosen to be flexible, and at the same time, you probably haven't turned over every stone that you needed to to have a healthy relationship. You're right. I'd say here, here, here's the things that will happen. One, you'll have someone in the relationship you'll have someone who basically sacrifices mm-hmm. for that other person. Meaning like they'll, they'll end up just doing whatever that other person wants to do. And they you know, and they'll just kind of go along. You'll have two, you just have two miserable people who just stay together, but they're both just pretty miserable or three, they get divorced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really kind of what happens. You know, when there's not that change of flexibility, adaptability, same thing in our professional life. You know, we get caught up in this mentality that we don't need to adapt and change. I mean, you take like my position. My position has always adapted and changed. I've given up more seats and changed and handed over things and done these kind of things. I mean, I mean, through my whole journey. And I love doing that. I don't like holding on to things. I don't want to hold on to things. I don't need to do this. I know people who love doing that. You know, I, you know, I like letting go. I like embracing that mentality, but it's also required a mentality of flexibility of being able to do that because sometimes that's hard. Yeah, absolutely. People don't want to change unless they have to. And people don't often seek out change. Change is, change is hard. Things staying the same is easy. People like easy. Well, let's take it a step further on flexibility. In business, okay? In business, you know, you start off at some level. You start off with some idea. And it could be a very good idea. And you can build a business on a good idea. Or you can build a business on a good product. But what's the likelihood that the forever sustainability is going to be on that good idea or that good product? Oh, it's it's not. Uh, you're going to find other people that want to do the same idea as you. You're going to have everything around your idea change and you have to adjust to the circumstances. You always got to be evolving your products. I mean, we talk about innovation, right? Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't just live on the success of the past. You've got to be flexible to what's next. I mean, that is critical. I mean, we just last year, you know, transitioned, you know, uh, uh, to, from a company that spent a lot of years building business off of, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, we transitioned. I mean, spent years building business off of. To today, we're building business off a lot of our own brand development. Okay? In our own brand development, that's really being led off of one critical product, right? Currently, yeah. Um, 
without innovation, that will die on the vine. Innovation, flexibility, mm-hmm. looking at shifting to new ideas, new things. I mean, flexibility is all in how you shift. A year, uh, few years ago, John Maxwell, um, and for those who don't know John Maxwell, I have uh, studied him for years. I think he's the guru of all leadership. He's written by far the most books. I mean, he is, um, I mean, I mean, I, I think I've read most of all his books on leadership, but I mean, he wrote the book on leadership. Okay. And, and the key principle is based on that. The most successful people and leaders are their ability to be flexible and shift in life. How you make shifts, when you make these shifts, your ability to be flexible in life. Flexible people are successful people. Inflexible people are not successful. You know, are you flexible? Let me tell you another mindset of flexible people. Flexible people are servant-oriented people. Flexible people are the people when you go to them and you say, hey, can you do this for me? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. They're not stuck in a certain way. They're not like, well, you know, I really got to focus on this. No, they're flexible. I like those people on my team. I don't want people. I mean, look, you know, you you, want to know something that pisses me off, Matt? What's that? And I'm going to use that word, pisses me off. Someone who thinks their agenda is more important than my agenda. You fucking work for me. Mm-hmm. Pretty clear on that one, Anna. Pretty clear. I mean, I pay you to do a job. I brought you here to serve the way I ask you to serve, not how you want to serve. I've had too many people come into this organization and want to serve the way they want to serve. If you can't serve the way you've been asked to be served, you know, the way I ask you to serve, go somewhere else. That's a problem because they lack flexibility in their mind. They want to do it the way they want to do it. No, serve the way you ask serve. Because you know what? I'm not, if you can't work for me, you really can't work for anybody anyway. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I think I'm a pretty fair person to work for. You know, because every day I want to come and help you get better. If anything, I want to come and help remove those obstacles in front of you. And I think, I think you would agree with me on that. Yeah, I mean, without good leadership, you'd die on the vine. Your, your company, your team won't go anywhere. And with, with good leadership comes vision. And serving towards vision is how you achieve great things. And you can't serve towards vision if you're rigid. But that's, that is, see, inflexible people don't work. I can't work with people who are inflexible. Mm-hmm. You know, I know them. Candidly speaking... I'll be candid with you. I got some on this team still. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm sure you and I could probably still name a few. Hopefully. Don't have as many as I used to. Ideally, one's not sitting across the table from you. So. No, no, man. You're not one of them. By far, you're not one of them. No, it's, 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 they're just people in life who don't think they have to change. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, you know, I don't understand people like that. And, 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 and here's the funny part about that. It, I, what I, and, and I, it makes me, I'm like, why are you here? Yeah. Why? You know, I didn't bring you here to bring your BS here. I brought you here to serve. I mean, it is, it is, it is 
and 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 to to do what we talked about, be solution oriented, be adaptable, roll with things. The challenges are always going to come. You know, when we when we go into all the meetings we go into, we go into them knowing we're there to overcome things, mm-hmm. not to go in there and just freaking fuss and complain over and to go in there and to say, Hey, I got an idea. Hey, you know, I, I get it. That, that, that this, this challenge arose. Here's what we can do about it. That's how a flexible mind works. Yeah. A flexible mind is always solutions oriented, not problem oriented. And that's where I think people miss the mark too often is they're focused on what's wrong rather than what, it can take to overcome it because 99% of the time it's something you haven't thought of yet. It's going to involve doing something a little different than you did it in the past. But problem oriented people are, are the problem. And I think problem oriented people are the people who need therapy, mm-hmm. you know, because they, 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 they're, they're miserable people. And, you know, and remember solution oriented people just have a different mindset in life. You know, I mean, everyone, it's like I told you, everyone sees the problem. Mm-hmm. Problems are easy to see. But having that flexibility, looking at that solution, adapting to the environment of change. Okay, that is what adapting to it, to the environment of change, adaptability. Okay, I mean, because if you're not adaptable, I mean, I mean, Matt, the world is always changing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I heard uh, just the other day, Elon Musk was uh what was uh talking on a podcast and they were talking about um aging. Um and it was it was a group, it's actually a forum group. Um and they were talking about uh you know the ability for people to live longer and mm-hmm. and it came up for Elon Musk, you know, is asking him, you know, about you know, what do you think about people living longer or or, or not dying? He said he said things he said he said people need to die. He said, if we have people just living around, he said, we're never having any new ideas. Mm-hmm. He said, we'll be stuck with a bunch of old ideas. And I'm like, that's a profound statement. It is why I love, love being around young people. Oh, yeah. I always enjoy interns around or even um, my wife's a teacher will have their middle school intern with us sometimes or do tastings with them. And it's always they give feedback that you weren't expecting. Almost well, they're teachable. Yeah. They're flexible. They, they they want it. There's some other things they need to work on, you know, like patience. But when it comes to saying, okay, hey, they, they want to grow, they want to adapt, they want to change, that kind of stuff like that. I mean, they, they want to be able to look at the world and optimize. Yeah, I mean, shoot. But flexibility? I mean, yeah. Change is part of life. So how do you start? Towards being a more flexible person. I go, I, I know that I sound repetitive, you know, when I say this, but, you know, I, we're in an uncommon podcast, okay? Uncommon people get this. What I'm about to say, uncommon people understand everything starts with an inside job. They understand that. They understand it's an inside work. They understand if I'm going to be you know, if I'm going to be a leader, the first person I have to lead well is myself. And so how do I start that? How well am I leading myself? What am I doing inside? Because if the inside is not right, the outside will never be right. 
you know, how well do I embrace change internally? You know, what is my mentality towards that? It's an uncommon process that I have to play out inside first. How does somebody even know that they're not flexible? Go to someone that you think you can trust and say, hey, Matt, or, you know, hey, so-and-so. I'm, I'm, I'm doing some internal work on myself, and I, I want to ask you a question. Do you find that I'm a person that sometimes might be inflexible or, you know, you know, ask questions. See, I, I think too many people are afraid of the answer they might hear. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the answer you might hear, you know, might reveal some things you need to hear. And it might free you in that thought because, I mean, you mean, you mean that that could be a great first step of helping improve yourself. You know, am I willing, you know, to first ask the question, but more importantly, can I accept what I'm going to hear? That's the real deal. Can I accept what I, am I going to hear? And if you can accept it, then you can take action towards it. But you got to be able to accept it first. Sure. So if you were to start today to be more flexible in personal life, what would be a, a simple way somebody could start that pathway? I think in your personal life, I think it's an evaluation of how you're interacting with those people around you in your personal life. Um, because in your personal life, those are the people who you probably, I mean, you spend a lot of time with people at work, but those are the people you spend the most intimate time with. You ever heard the statements that, oh, man, dad's stuck in his ways? Mm-hmm, of course. We've all heard that. Well, is that a good statement? No. It's a terrible statement, actually. Dad is stuck in his ways. It's an absolute awful statement. I, I, don't want, I don't want my children ever to say, dad's stuck in his ways. You know, I, I, I'm okay with my kids saying, dad's strong-willed. Mm-hmm. But I, but I want, I, I want my children and especially as they grow into adults, you know, because as, as you know, when you're children, when they're children, you have the relationship as father, son, and, you know, but as they get older, I mean, it changes. You, you, you grow into, you know, a different style relationship that you have, you know, a different level. And so I always want them to see, Hey, dad's always evolving. Mm -hmm. Dad's always doing deep work. You know, I don't want them to ever say dad's stuck in his ways. I know a lot of dads are stuck in their ways. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's when you're looking at it from a, from a family or personal home life side, that's a good place to start. Sure. So before we jump to the fourth and goal kind of final thought, was there anything else you really wanted to, touch on in particular from your notes? Um, really, you know, I, I think the, the key on flexibility is understanding, you know, if you're starting out with a plan, I mean, when you're starting out in life, when you're starting out in a career, when you're starting out, you know, your journey, understand that the there's a beginning process, but in that process, there is going to come obstacles. I mean, and those obstacles can come early. And they're going to come often. And, and, and you're going to find out who you are, where you are. And you're going to find out your, your ability, you know, to become who you want to be 
and your ability to adjust and to, to overcome, to overcome your failures, to overcome your barriers, you know, to overcome your naysayers. Okay. And, and those, those people can be family, friends, quite often they are. Your biggest naysayers in life are probably most likely the people you think are the closest in your life. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because those are the people quite you usually let in more. And 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 we do that kind of instinctively and naturally in the beginning. Because when you and I did, when 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 you set out, like when I set out and said, Hey, I'm gonna run for Congress, or hey, I'm gonna build a franchise company, or hey, I went to family. And I went to this, and, and, you, and you know what I got from family? A bunch of negativity. A, a bunch of what I consider feelings of down and rejection. Not a bunch of, hell yeah, man, we're behind you. I believe in you. What can I do to help you? How can I support you? That's not what I got. And, 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 and why? One, because they're bad people. It's because they're fearful people. Mm-hmm. It's because they didn't have those kind of dreams and aspirations. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell the people listening to this podcast, don't give your dreams and aspirations just to anybody. You, you, you want to, you want to do yourself a huge disservice. Don't hand those pearls out to just anybody because they'll stomp on them. They'll crush them. They'll turn them into power and they'll just put them like this in your face. They're just kind of, Sprinkle them right around in your face. You be careful who you give them to. Matter of fact, hold them close to you and you believe in them mm-hmm. and adjust accordingly in your life. Find people who are going places. Find people who have done it. That's who you want to share your dreams and your passions with. There's a section on the show we like to call it's fourth and goal. What's your play? What's one Core takeaway you want our listeners to go home with today on flexibility. Fourth and goal and flexibility. Well, okay, we talked about flexibility is the key to being successful. Previously, we talked about that resiliency and grit, okay? Okay, resiliency and grit keeps you, you know, it's kind of like discipline. It keeps you going down, down the line, keeps you going pressing on, you know, you know, no matter what, right? Okay. Well, guess what happens as you, as you, as you're playing, uh, you're going to get a flag, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to get a sack. Okay. Well, flexibility allows you to go deeper into your playbook. It allows you to, to look at a play that might seem a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that's, you know that 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 play that you know I've been I've been been drawing this one up. I don't know if it's gonna work. Your triple reverse. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 a little crazy play, but but I but I but I but I I'm willing to do it. I'm going to be flexible here, and you've you've got to be willing to be flexible enough to make those adjustments. Make that adjustment, you know, and don't hesitate, you know, in doing so. That's important with flexibility, to not hesitate. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that grit determination keeps you in the game, but hesitation will also get you killed. So be flexible enough to make those, you know, to 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 
to really make those changes, you know, and not hesitate in doing them. Thanks for joining us today on the Uncommon CEO Podcast. Subscribe to our show wherever you get podcasts. We have video episodes on our YouTube channel and more Uncommon Wisdom on our social media. Find all our links and resources at UncommonCEOPodcast.com. For Andrew Smart and all of us here at the Uncommon CEO, stay uncommon.